0: This is a Got Faded Minute. Yo, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is a Got Faded Minute, and uh, this is kind of the supplement addition to a Got Faded Japan. And basically, what we do here is uh, we interview cool people doing amazing things in Japan. Uh, This is episode six, and today we are interviewing the motherfucker... Sigmund Torre. That's right. And motherfucker, I mean fucking an awesome motherfucker. Dude, (laughs) all right, I've known you for ages, and uh, you've been very familiar with Got Fitted Japan because fucking you were the first co-host we've ever had on Got Fitted Japan, dude. And um, let's see, that was episode, that was like almost 100 episodes ago, which is like (laughs) fucking 100 hangovers. Actually, for me, about 1,000 hangovers ago. Oh, shit, dude. Do you remember that night? A little
1: bit, man. Like I said, I don't remember much of what we
0: did. I had a good time, though. I know that. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, dude. Yeah, I totally had a good time. We were at Camuso for that time, too, man. I think we might. Yeah, that was the
1: second time. That was the take two.
0: Yes, that's right. I got way too wasted in take (laughs) one. My sincere apologies, but it was a good time, huh? (laughs) Good times, good times. All right, man. Well, we're bringing you back to a, a Got Faded Minute because um, you do awesome things. You do amazing things. You're a brilliant artist, and you've been doing art for a long, 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 long time. You've done fine art, nightclub arting, uh, live painting. You've done all sorts of computer like graphics, you've, comic book shit. I mean, fucking your resume is longer than well, – I was going to say my dick, but that would be really bad because my dick is really <laughs> small, but – your, your resume is fucking amazing, dude, and so I want to talk about it because a lot of it's in, from Japan and stuff, so let's go all the way back, let's turn the record all the way to the rewind and fucking talk about how you got into art. So going back, originally, where are you from? Originally, uh, where were you born? I was born here. I was actually born in Manila. Manila. So you're no longer yeah. in Tokyo, you're in Manila. Yeah, and I'm living in Manila, just outside Manila in the Philippines. That is fucking amazing, dude. And so you were born there, and then where did the adventure go from there?
1: Uh, at the age of nine, we left, moved to the States for a couple of years, and then settled in Canada. So I grew up in Canada most of my life.
0: Oh, cool, cool. And Toronto. Toronto. Dude, I'm from Detroit, man. Fucking that's like three nice. hours away in the QEW. Johnny Detroit, man. That's right. Oh, no, man. What a bad reputation. <laughs> <laughs> It was a good city, it still is. And so, in Toronto and stuff, how did you get involved in the comic book industry?
1: Um, I was always drawing right. So, <laughs> at one point, I remember I think late, late, mid high school, late high school, I, maybe my parents signed me up for this, um, like a drawing class at the art gallery, which was really cool. It was like Saturday mornings, you'd go to the gallery and learn how to draw. Cool. So, every you know, for a couple of weeks, I was doing that until I think. The third or fourth session, I I went down the street and I found this, like, comic store, which upstairs had a comic book studio. Nice. Where they were teaching people how to draw comics in, like, the professional way. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, I would just go down in the mornings, you know, get dropped off, train station, take the subway down. Instead of going to the art gallery, where they were teaching me life drawing and stuff like that, I went to the comic studio instead and spent most of my time there trying to figure out comics.
0: Oh, man, that's like skipping high school and going straight to, like, university and learning, like, the real shit What you really want to do.
1: It was kind of. Now I wish I studied more of that life drawing to make my comics that easier, but,
0: you know, I was young,
1: and I just want to do what I want to do.
0: Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. <laughs> when you learned how to draw comics and stuff, did you learn, like, the Marvel way of how to draw comics, or did you learn, like, kind of, like, uh, pretty much just what people were doing at that time?
1: Uh, No, I mean, like, it wasn't, like, a school or anything. It was just you're around people who are drawing comics. Like, some of them were, I think, working with Image at the time, so it was cool. It showed, like, I learned how to do layouts and, like, how to just basically the process of comics, right? Like, no Mm -hmm. one really teaches you that. If you don't, well, now with the internet, everyone can do everything, right? But back then, it was huge to see how professional comics are really made, right?
0: Oh, dude, that's so cool. So pretty much you learn from, like, the very beginning to the very end of how to produce a comic book.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it was. And it was nice. It was like a, like a bullpen setup. so the studio had maybe, I don't know, eight desks or something. Mm-hmm. And everyone was there on their desk really just trying to figure out how to do this thing, man. Oh, that's Good. awesome. So everyone was, like, learning together.
0: Cool. And at the time, were you guys, like, just kind of, like, copying, like, Wolverine and Punisher? Or were you making your own comics and your own um, characters? Yeah, or I, mean, I think
1: it was just really drawing. I mean, I don't remember much, but I remember drawing a bunch of, like, pinups of different characters that I dug. And like... Learning how to do layouts, learning how to draw backgrounds, all the stuff that people kind of take for granted when you draw comics. I mean, most people just look at a Wolverine or a Spider-Man book and just want to draw those characters, right? Without yeah. having any of the, uh, I guess, the science behind it, like, you know, how to tell a story, how to mm-hmm. pace, how to draw a background, how to do perspective, all that stuff, people kind of don't, when, they, when they're first starting out, they don't know about it, so mm-hmm. we, I, it was good, man. It was really, like, eye-opening.
0: Oh, that's awesome. And then from there, it, how did you break into the industry? I mean, did you go to college, or did you go to comic book school, or did you go to art school, or?
1: Well, I mean, I went to yeah, I went to college, but, like, I was taking fine arts in college, and I did eventually finish it. But mm-hmm. I think in my third year, a buddy of mine from high school, he started his own comic book company um, under Image Comics. So he really? started their studio, which was getting some success at the time, and then uh, it was called Dreamwave Productions, and then he picked me up. Actually, back at that time, I was really—it's a funny story. Like, I was really big into martial arts at the time, so I was training all the time, more than drawing. And then just before this demonstration, like, I kind of rolled my ankle. And it's like, ah, fuck! What am I gonna do? It was like, hey, we just started this studio. Come join. Mm-hmm. So I showed them the work, and they dug it. And then there you go.
0: Oh man, that's pretty awesome. I think we just cut out for a second, but we're just gonna keep on going with the interview. Fucking Skype. <laughs> yeah
1: third world internet
0: man oh man that's right it's a third world internet so is it really like hard to like download movies uh legally wink wink i don't know
1: what you're talking about
0: man. all right cool fair <laughs> enough awesome so you started working with like your friend and you started making comics and stuff like that how did you break into like marvel you were working for marvel right or dc
1: uh, uh that was eventually like this was much later like when i first started with my friend like this comic book was um the studio was doing stuff with marvel at the time so mm-hmm. i did like he got me to do layouts and backgrounds, like, assisting. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was for Marvel, so that was pretty cool. But then, after that, like, it was a bunch of years before I hit the majors again, right? But this was through Image Comics, which, at the time, was pretty big.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. Image is still pretty big. Image right now just Walking Dead, right?
1: No, that's IDW, I think. I'm not 100% sure. Okay, But, cool. no, Image these days, they do a lot of, like, it's always been, like, kind of an indie at heart but now it's really indie style that they're doing so yeah, mm. it's, it's cool man but back then that was like when image was the shit right everyone's like oh my god look at this oh artwork. shit but like, yeah image cool. did spawn cool. right spawn yeah they did spawn and yeah, many many others
0: awesome that's really cool so but the, the oh. book i started working on was called dark minds dark minds yeah cool. it, was like, have- uh, it was
1: cool because at the time um, anime was just starting to blow up, I guess, in the West, so uh, what the studio did, they took the anime aesthetics, so, like, the books look like actual cartoons. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Japanese cartoons, and at that, at that time, no one was doing that, right? So you pick up one of the comics we were doing, and it looks like you're reading stills from a, from a Japanese cartoon.
0: Oh, that's awesome. What year was that about? Was that, like, mid or late 90s? Late 90s, yeah,
1: about 99, maybe? I think yes. I started in 99. End of 99, I started
0: all right, cool, cool, cool. And so how long were you working there for?
1: A while, man, uh, until they went bankrupt.
0: But, um, oh, shit, that sucks.
1: But that's another story. I don't have to go into that now. Uh, but it's cool because between starting and it going down, there was a lot of great times. Like uh, They picked up the rights to Transformers. So up until then, there were no Transformers, anything. Like, there were no movies. Like, the toys were kind of slowed down a lot, no cartoons. Mm-hmm. And so they got the rights for the comic, and then once the comic got put out, it just it went crazy. It hit that nostalgia boom. Like you could even say it started it, right? Because like after we put out the Transformers book, hit number one consistently. Mm-hmm. I think it's still the number one selling Canadian produced comic, um, but it's Transformers, right? So mm-hmm. like everything I wanted to do when I was growing up, I got to play with, right? So after Transformers happened, other studios put out GI Joe. Another studio put out. Thundercats. Like, we, again, put out Ninja Turtles. It's like everything that we grew up roughly the same age, like, we grew up watching and playing with, I got to work on, like, in, you know, later in the future, which is really cool.
0: Oh, that's awesome. If you could go back in time, what would you restart? Like, revamp that wasn't revamped. Would you revamp, like, He-Man or something?
1: No, that's already done, man. Uh, Oh! (laughs) There there is one. But, like, He-Man was my favorite growing up. Um, If there's something now I would do that's not around maybe centurions
0: centurions holy yeah. shit good answer <laughs> yeah.
1: that's a cool show man or uh another one i really dug was mask i don't know if you know that one
0: dude of course i know Mask. Mask crusaders right <laughs> so like those two were like
1: when i was growing up i thought those were really cool as well but like no one seems to be touching those now but centurions oh, could
0: definitely do a cool like a modern makeover man mm, totally totally Awesome, man. So you're working there for a long time. And then, unfortunately, the, the company goes bankrupt. And yeah. from there, what did you start doing?
1: Uh, then I went freelancing. So, like, that was really cool working at Dreamwave because again, we had a studio system. So mm-hmm. we're like, uh, there were just a lot of us doing the same thing every day. Like we'd go to work, hang out, watch movies. And, you know, we play foosball a lot all the time. We had a nice table, mm-hmm. and then. You know, draw comics. Like it was really fun. Like there's really. Like they really became my buddies, and we all became friends. At the same time, we're learning against each other, kind of competing against each other. It was really nice to be part of a studio.
0: Oh, that's awesome! How many people were working there at the time? Uh, I don't remember. Maybe 20, 15 to twenty, maybe. Fifteen to twenty. All right, and that's yeah. considered a small company for uh, comics, or?
1: Um, I think it's. Yeah, we were putting a lot of books, so we were. We were putting How many books right?
0: are? More than they could afford. Let's put it that way. Ah, okay, gotcha. <laughs> cool. So then you start freelancing. What is freelancing exactly? For the, like somebody that's doing comic books and stuff. I mean, well,
1: the majority of the comic book industry, it's like you're basically a freelance artist and you get hired per, you know, then you get a page rate, you get this per page, and oh. so on. But, like, if you're a top, top, top guy, then you get... Um, like exclusive deals with the, with studios, and then yeah. then you're you're guaranteed work all the time You're like contracted. So freelancing is basically you're on your own, man. Just shopping your stuff around to every studio and production house you can find and see if they want to, if they want your work, if they want to use your services.
0: Damn, and that's basically when the internet was kind of like starting to boom and stuff. And at that time, you could basically just use like email and send stuff around. I mean, now that's like I mean that's yeah, what everybody it, does, but at that time, was that still like uh, feasible?
1: Oh, definitely. It was just starting. But yeah, I remember definitely doing that. I mean, before that, before I got my, my start in comics, like, you could only get contact with these people, with these editors, through comic conventions or, oh. like, sending stuff to the mail. It's like, and that's, you know,
0: different time, man. Damn, dude. These days, well, I think the kids got it way too easy.
1: Uh, maybe. Yes and no. But, like, I've, like, they, like, all these, like, I know a lot of the studios look at, um, Sites like DVNR and stuff like that, and then, so that's how they recruit these days. They kind of just get people from there instead of having people send all their stuff in, right? No shit, DVNR. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, Got to be really good. That's the thing nowadays. Like it's easier access, but then there's way more good people out there. Than you can oh, see. the
0: bar's like way high, huh? Actually, yeah, it's pretty crazy these days. Dude, these days, I mean, you can kind of cheat with, I mean, because a lot of times people are just using digital, like, uh, machinery and stuff, for like, drawing, like, light tables and stuff, We just copy and paste and shit like that, so, I mean, yeah, you could you have, know, like, dude, a bitch...
1: Huh? You could, but, I mean, if you're just copying and pasting other people's work, it's, like, it's uh, it's obvious. People can see that, right?
0: Yeah, I, mean, I guess so, huh.
1: it's not... I mean, there's cheating that way, but, like, for me, I use... Like, most of my time, I draw digitally these days, especially comics. My comics are, like, 100% digital these days, so... And I find it's great, man. It's perfect. Like, I have no excuse to not have it perfect.
0: Oh, you know shit. I mean? Oh, that's why the bar is, like, so high, huh?
1: <laughs> it's like, if you make a mistake, you can just go back, fix it. You want to resize this. You want to play with the angle here. You just play with it digitally. Like, back in the day, uh, we would draw. Uh, we'd get a script. We'd do layouts, like mm-hmm. a tiny thumbnail. Maybe, like, a, a tiny, tiny drawing, right? yeah. Uh, maybe, like, three by six, even smaller. But then, anyway, we'd take that small layout and then blow it up in a photocopier to 11 by 17, which is, like, uh, a three, Mm -hmm. roughly. And then take a light box, put the actual piece of drawing paper, and then trace that layout that you did. And then you start drawing. Mm
0: -hmm. Man, that's such a time-consuming process. it's
1: crazy. It's crazy. And, like, especially for me when I was penciling, I did it, like, the stress was just too much because, like, it, it... you want everything to be perfect, but then when you're working this way, you can't edit on the fly as much as you could now, like digitally, right? Yeah. So, so basically I, when... Oh, please. Uh, so after that, like, I after penciling, which I, like I penciled a few issues, um, I kind of moved over to coloring because uh-huh. the studio I was working with, Dreamwave, we were actually one of the top, top colors, color houses in, in the industry at the time. Uh-huh. So, like I mean, I had all these guys, like, who are some of the best colorists out there before right so like mm-hmm. of course like, I took the opportunity whoa, whoa, wait to learn a second from-
0: you, you gotta explain what a pencil is and what a colorist is and stuff because I think a lot of people wouldn't know exactly
1: dummies anyway <laughs> uh, a penciler is our base- well, basically a comic works uh, like a assembly line like mm-hmm. they do in the car factories where they have those Johnny
0: well they used to have them in Detroit but I think most <laughs> of them are in China now <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so it's like that. So basically it starts with the writer, and then the writer puts the script out, gives it to mm-hmm. the penciler, the penciler draws it. So when you see a comic book penciled by, they're the person that drew the book. Okay, uh, cool. Okay, so they kind of set up the shots, do do everything. When you're the penciler, I believe I felt like I was the director of the movie. If it was a movie, you know what I mean? Because comics are basically low, low, low budget movies anyway. That are totally awesome. Yeah, right? So, um, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Mm. Uh so, like, that's the penciler's job is to draw everything that you see. Next comes the inker. Inker goes over the pencil lines with ink, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, people think it's tracing,
0: but it's not easy. So. Does the inker do shadowing as well? Because, like, when you see, like, like like comics and stuff, they get the lines for shadowing. Do, does really, he do that or?
1: Sometimes. It depends on how tight the penciler goes with his lines, right? So sometimes uh-huh. the penciler will go pretty rough and leave it to the inker to kind of clean it up, right? Mm. A lot of times, some pencilers really want their lines to come out, so they just do it clear, like super clear, super clean, and then the inker just goes over that. But yeah, yeah, dude, you can definitely see like an inker-specific like, sp- style. You know what I mean? Just like every artist out there, everyone has their own voice, right? Yeah, totally. And if you look at different inkers, let's say if you ever get a chance to see an inker ink over the same pencils, two different inkers ink over the same pencils, they still come out different. Awesome, awesome. You know, everyone has different techniques, everyone has different... The way they move the brush or the nib, so like. But these days in digital. I mean, I draw straight to ink with the computer, so
0: mm-hmm.
1: no more problem there. No um, more pencilers. Yeah, oh, cool. anchors. It's no, they're still there. They're definitely still there, but like not not where I work. Cool. Um, so after the anchor gets done, it goes to the colorist, and the colorist these days is done all digital. Um, mm-hmm. Scans in. Like we scan in the pages. And then just color it. And then after that, it goes to the letterer guy who, you know, puts the letters in the bubbles. And then the graphic designer puts it all together and it's printed. Cool. All right. So that's the process. That's the process. So I went, I started as a penciler. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even before penciling, I started as an assistant, meaning I drew backgrounds, I drew layouts of the books, stuff like that. Stuff like the main penciler didn't have time or just didn't want to do. We did the grunt work for it. so. But, I mean, it's good. It taught me how to draw buildings, right? I mean, it taught me how to draw everything. Right? Perspective and stuff, yeah. Everything, everything. Like, when you're drawing comics, you got to be able to draw everything. Like, mm-hmm. think about it. I can draw... If anyone... Someone can draw a little Spider-Man, but if they can't draw a coffee table in the background of it, it's not going to work. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, totally. It'd be fucked. Definitely got to be able to draw everything. Or it'd be so psychedelic. <laughs> that, could be. Or just lazy. But... Mm. I like to be able to try to draw everything, which, again, I mean, now it's digital. Like, mm-hmm. that's where the, the future is just blowing me away. Like, now I can use, I like, when I draw, I always have Google with me. So, like, reference is always there. You know what I mean? I mean if I need to draw this kind of tree, I just look it up. It's there. If I need to draw this city. It's there.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. That's, like, an amazing tool for you guys, huh?
1: The future is good, man. Mm. It uh, is good. So after penciling, I switched to coloring. I, like, you know, I learned from the guys how to color, and I really fell in love with it, man. Like, I found that as much as the pencil draws the lines, at the end of the day, when you look at the comic, the, color, the colorist's work is the one that's really being seen.
0: Yeah, yeah. For a colorist, do you actually use paint? Like using like acrylic or gouache or using oil? Probably not oil. <laughs> it takes too long to dry. But I mean, you're actually painting, right? Or is it a marker? Digital. Oh, now it's digital, but back then—back then was it digital as well? I mean, not in like the fifties. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Well, I, don't, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't play with comics or play. with and I think um,
1: Image was when, like, early nineties is when like there was kind of a shift to digital. Mm-hmm. Before then, yeah, it was paints, man. I don't know exactly what they were using because again, that was before my time in the industry. I just mm-hmm. took it that they were colored, right? Yeah, so Watercolors or gouaches? I'm not even or poster poster paints. Maybe I'm not sure, but it was a much more tedious prod, like process. it and they cool, mean the cool. effects that you can come up with in digital. It's just insane.
0: Oh yeah, Photoshop and stuff. Do you use Photoshop for the for the coloring? Yeah, man. Uh, well, I use another like
1: the, most of my line art and stuff I do in the line art and even color rendering. Now the basic one is um, it's called Paint Tool Sai. It's really it's a really good program. So anyone out there, check out Sai. It's a free program. It's like a Photoshop for drawing, just for drawing. So it's nice. really nice. f check it out. They're not paying me, but you won't be paying to get it anyway either. So just try it out. Um, I start there usually. I do my pencils in there, my inks, line art in there, do basic colors there. And then mm-hmm. any effects and more sophisticated coloring techniques, I do in Photoshop. Like color balancing and everything like that, I do in Photoshop.
0: Awesome, awesome. Cool. So this leads us to how you got into Marvel. Uh, I didn't
1: know. Marvel was just that one little gig. I really haven't been able to work there, unfortunately. But um, DC was big for me. was my biggest. Uh, well, actually, so I've worked on Transformers, and then mm-hmm. I did bit jobs on, like, a G.I. Joe comic. and I did some Ninja Turtles work. Um, I, I got to draw for Nintendo. They had a, a Metro When Metroid Prime, the game came out for the 64. No, oh, was that N sixty four? The GameCube, maybe. I think it was N sixty four, dude. I tried Prime. I think it was GameCube. I don't think N sixty four could handle that. Um, uh, yeah, so when they came out, Nintendo Power, they had a like a three part, eight like uh, twenty four pages maybe, mm-hmm. a mini comic book in in three issues, and like I got to draw that, so that was really cool. Awesome. And then, yeah, and then my favorite job, like I think my biggest that I feel like is, as a fanboy. I got to do a, a Colors for a Star Wars comic, which is like... No shit! You did Star Wars? Yeah, I got to do a Clone Wars. Even better, it was going the Clone Wars. Like the, the old animated Clone Wars. So, like, so, that was
0: really cool, man. Oh, awesome, dude. That's amazing. Dude, actually, I mean, you had me floored when you said Ninja Turtles, dude. Because I've been the biggest Ninja <laughs> Turtle fan since I was a kid. I was like, Ninja Turtles. I mean, you need me a kid that hasn't drawn the Ninja Turtles. like yeah. in a comic book or something. Seriously.
1: I in my notebooks every day, man. Oh, man, who's your favorite turtle? Uh, As a kid, it was Michelangelo, but now I think I like Raphael, man. I like the the dark, the dark that he
0: brings. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Oh, man, dude, I'm more of a Leonardo kind of guy, but I go back and forth to Michelangelo, man, because these days, Michelangelo, he's kind of like the younger one, you know, and he's just the one that's funny, you know?
1: It's the most Johnny, I would if I had to say.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that awesome so you're working for dc and then a little bit for uh for uh, marvel are you going back and forth or no,
1: no, no. i mean these are all different times like mm-hmm. um so i doing comics for a long time and then the company went down and i went freelancing and then i just mm-hmm. got sick of comics like i just didn't want to do this anymore because it's freelancing so you're not you know what i mean when the when the work is good the pay is good when you're not yeah. working you're not being paid
0: right so you just got totally sick of like drawing them I mean, just I mean, where were you drawing them? Did you have your own studio somewhere? Or are you at your home or
1: after the studio I was just in the house, man. So like I'd wake up, go to the base like to the basement where we got a computer.
0: hmm
1: Color like I was working on like two, three books a month during that time. So it's like it's not like there was no work, there was just maybe too much work, right? Yeah. So I got burnt out, I just got sick of it. And then that's when I decided like, fuck it, I just don't wanna do this for now. And I put it all aside and, uh, well, where can I get a job? Just a, you know, just a regular job. They'll pay me a paycheck. That's when I started to, I decided to teach English in Japan.
0: And that's what brought you to Japan.
1: It was either that or get a call center. Either teach English in Tokyo or get a call center job in Toronto. Ooh. For the same amount of money. So, like, I think I'll go to Japan.
0: So, Dude, that is an easy decision.
1: Right, so yeah, there had some adventures, had a good time, and then about less than a year, I was in Japan. I met—he's uh, a really, really great comic book artist. His name's Damien Scott. I think you—you met—you met, you met Damien.
0: Oh, dude, I've known Damien for years, man. Yeah, I just bought his new Spider-Man comic book, actually.
1: Good man. So, um, I met him, ah, dude. Fuck, just a few months of being in Japan, and he'd actually been there from New York just a few months, I and mean, roughly the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, he was having a store signing for this book he was working on and then I showed him my shit he dug it and I was like dude let's work together so I became his colorist so like anything that he was working on in Japan like designing t-shirts or records and record jackets e-jackets and like I was doing the colors yeah um, which led to he, he was working with DC at the time doing a, a mini series called Raven from Teen Titans the character oh. and, and then I got yeah so I got hooked up with with that DC gig. So it's like, really I wanted to go to Japan to get away from it, but then it kinda of found me again and I started Dude, it's
0: your heroine, man. I'm serious, dude. You try to walk away and shit and the fucking dragon chases you dude. <laughs> it's not the other way around for you, brother. <laughs> so that was
1: man. Like that was really cool. Like I got got to work with D C. They're a really cool company, very professional. Good pay rate. And then and then yeah, then I stopped doing comics for a while. I just stopped working for a while. I went traveling
0: Oh shit! So that's when you stopped working for DC and stopped working with Mosh, and that's when uh, Adam, Adam Three, kind of took over, right, for a day. <laughs> um, maybe I didn't really stop working. I
1: just stopped. Yeah, I just pretty much put my whole life and like on hold and on pause and went traveling for about a year.
0: No, that's pretty and, awesome though.
1: And then actually, it was during that time too where I started painting. So it was mm. weird for a guy who's been drawing comics, even in in college, where it was like a fine arts thing. I was still drawing comic shit right? Mm-hmm. I've never really done this fine art painting stuff like ever until like, I, three four years ago now. But then I just started painting and just drawing for the sake of drawing. Like I'd always been feeling like I was someone's Photoshop or someone's, you know what I mean? Someone's tool. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Is that, is that when I met you? Because when I met you, that's when uh, basically you're painting at nightclubs and doing shit like that.
1: Did I meet you before that? I probably met you before that.
0: Oh shit, dude! No, I met you and Adam, and I was thinking of making a comic book. That was way yeah. what time was that? Was that you're still know. doing comics at that time, or it might have been? I, might, I again, I don't remember that time, but yeah, yeah, remember, yeah, some well,
1: good times. I do remember. I do remember. We were at that coffee shop in
0: uh, Shinjuku.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was early on. That was even before I was doing DC. That was I was just new to Japan at that time.
0: Oh shit! Oh man, that was a long time ago. Yeah, with that, who was that Japanese guy? Was that Buddy years? Uh that was Akira, man. Like that guy, kind of fell through the cracks and stuff. I mean, he's still around and stuff, but um, I think he's just working like a nine to five job these days. Yeah,
1: shit, there, that's right. That's when we first met.
0: Fucking a dude, that was a long time ago.
1: <laughs> like, I mean, I, I moved to Japan two thousand six,
0: so fuck,
1: man, it's five six years ago.
0: Jesus Christ, you feel old yet, or what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are you feeling old? The last
0: couple of years, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, you should drink more, man. For me, I feel <laughs> young every night. <laughs> oh, oh shit! shit. Oh, yeah, dude. it totally uh, is. Um, so then,
1: yeah, then that happened. So I just started painting, man, and then uh-huh. I just started doing my own shit. Like instead of having being told or being like, I'd always worked in the commercial aspect for art, right? Yeah. And then I just, yeah, so started doing my own things. I started drawing do- little doodles here, like digital ones. And I started breaking up, figuring out how to use paint, <laughs> how to mm. use a canvas and stuff like that. And then fell in love with it, man. And then moved back that's to cool. Japan where I start, that's where I started drawing, like, since I started painting, I I kind of want to do it, anything I could with it, right? So mm. that's when I started doing live painting. And then started doing it at parties and clubs and shit. And I found I really dug it. Like, I like the vibe, you know, man. Oh, yeah. Like I love how it, like, the vibe really dictates what I'm drawing, right? So instead of me just painting in my house, all quiet, nothing going on, it's nice to be at a party, people around, there's booze, usually free when you're painting, uh, music, atmosphere, everything. Like So it just makes it that much, it makes me that more, more that much more creative. You know? Like, I'm, yeah. not a, I'm not a guy who can sit down and say, okay, today I'm just going to draw this and concentrate 100% on it. And if I do that, it's going to come out shit. Mm. I like to be distracted while the, while I'm working. You know what I mean? Like even when I work, I have like podcasts on, or I'm watching a video. But then, I'm, then but my hand is still drawing. Yeah, totally. You know, so like that's works best for me. And I mean, when you're like painting at a party, like go for it, man.
0: Dude, but when you're painting at a party and stuff, like like I, I do a lot of nightclub paintings, too and stuff. And like basically the one thing. That, that it's like you're painting and stuff, you got the music, you got the vibe, the energy's all good, and then you get somebody that comes up to you and stuff, and then they're all totally out of their fucking head and shit, their eyes are crossed and shit, and they're like, paint my teeth. And you're like, what? They're like, paint my teeth or paint my face or some shit. And they kind of pulls me out. Actually, sometimes that kind of makes me paint even more. I was like, oh, dude, teeth is definitely going in this piece. <laughs> you start painting <laughs> teeth and shit, right? <laughs> but does that bother you? Like, when you're, like, live painting and stuff, do people come up to you and, like, really kind of, like... uh I don't know. They they want something on their body painted or something. Does that kind uh, of like pull you out of yeah, the no, process? Right,
1: but I'm not. I don't really oblige. Uh, lately, I've been painting with my girlfriend Takako. Uh, you
0: know Takako mm-hmm. as well. Absolutely. Um. What? Absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah. You painted. You painted on her. She she. One of your events, I think, right?
0: Well, yeah. For a while and stuff, I was painting. On, I was painting on people with like white clothes, using like fluorescent paints and shit like that with black lights. Yeah, you're not gonna come here and kick my ass, are you? <laughs>
1: no, no. I, she's more than happy to to draw on people. I, I it's not not for me. So totally when people cool. when people come up and ask, usually
0: she does it because we paint together too. We do a lot of live painting together as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you're still painting like live, like like nightclubs and stuff in in the Philippines.
1: Uh yeah, man. Not as many clubs, just because it, the vibe is a bit different. But we do a lot of for painting. Um last year we did a couple, like there's a big zombie run that they have here
0: mm-hmm.
1: where it's like, you know, like a fun run and then so we got hooked up with the people there and we got to paint some really cool stuff there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh so last week, there's a cool area in Manila called the Fort, Fort 25 Show. It's like a really, it looks like Japan over there, man. It's like the newest part of the town. It looks, it's all clean and shit. It's all high-tech um, and have, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice, man. And then they oh, have, cool. uh, they have, uh, I don't know, they're, they're having like an art, they have, have like a big park Shopping Street, but there's mm-hmm. like a park in the middle. So we painted there last weekend, like on a Sunday afternoon, just to chill out, right?
0: hmm
1: And then, yeah, we got a really good reception. It was really fun. They had a nice sound system we could hook up to. So we'll be doing that for the rest of the month, I think, every Sunday, February, which is a nice little thing. Um nice. And, then, and well, what else did we paint? Just like art shows. Like there's a lot of gallery exhibits and something like that that we get hooked up to. Uh, we're doing, we did a private party we're doing uh, opening for a restaurant in a couple of weeks, so yeah, man.
0: Cool. Keep- yeah, you guys have been doing, like, a lot of shit out there. Like, I mean, I- I've been watching you guys on, like, Facebook. Not, like, lurking, but, like, when you post something, I see it, right? So you yeah, guys been friend. painting, like, the inside hey, of people's houses and stuff. Like, and yeah. you guys have been doing, like, a lot of, like, like street painting, like, street art and stuff. And, like, like yeah. cafes. Like, really, really cool stuff, too.
1: Thanks, man. Um, it was actually here in Cebu, right? Like, I had a friend who's a big graffiti artist. He loved to paint, like... With cans and shit. i would never tried the spray can in my life, right? And then uh-huh. just tried it out one day, made this big mural, and fucking fell in love with it. Like, I fa- for me, it's I'm not a graffiti guy, quote-unquote, uh-huh. right? I just like to draw. And, like, what I found when I use the cans is exactly the same thing as if I'm drawing a postcard. Just way bigger and way faster. So, I totally fell in love with that, man. Like, I loved it, drawing big.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I haven't done any murals. Like, I painted on walls. Like, I did a little graffiti... Uh, which I'm gonna call when I was like younger. When I was like in university, I started a little bit, and then I stopped just because I, I wasn't really a tag or anything like that. And so yeah, I was just fucking yeah. around. But um, yeah, I've never really dug. it I mean, I dig it, but I've never really done anything like creative. I've just done like names and stuff, like tags and shit. But like mm. doing like like something like what you guys are doing, like like really old, like 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 really. Actually, a lot of taggers these days are doing a lot of amazing things too. And anyway, yeah'
1: some really good artists out there, man.
0: No, no, um, totally.
1: Yeah, but I mean, teach his own, right? I'm not a guy that just likes to write my name, but I'd rather draw a nice picture.
0: Dude, Johnny's not a cool name, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's too long for a tag name, Johnny, especially Johnny Detroit. I mean, fucking, I, I get busted by the cops, dude. I'd be on like fucking like the double N and shit, and all of a sudden the cops are like freeze. I'm like, you got me. I'm fucking too old to run. <laughs> yeah, right. That's I got a bad same. back. <laughs> because the point, like, if
1: we do get in trouble somehow, and then the newspaper reports it, it'll say this. Man, was caught doing the lead.
0: Then again, man, I'm a drinker and shit, dude. They'd be like, freeze, <laughs> and I look at my hand, and it's not a spray paint can, dude. It'd probably be like a can of Versace, <laughs> super dry. I'm like, ah, oh, you got me. I'm, I'm drunk dry. on the street. Ah. Scared, super dry man, <laughs> that's my favorite. Mm. So, going going back to like Japan and stuff, you you were traveling for a bit, and you started getting really deep into like the fine art and stuff. How did you get to like like leave Japan and move to Manila? What was that uh-huh. process like?
1: Uh, again, it was like back to my work. Like I got sick of teaching English, man. So yeah. I, it, I had that job and then I was done with it. I wanted to just, just paint and draw and really focus on it. So here, I mean, I haven't really, like I've went here on vacation once or mm-hmm. twice, but I haven't really lived here since I was nine.
0: You got a lot so, of family there still though, right?
1: Yeah, I got I like aunts and uncles and cousins out here. Yeah, definitely. So like that's kind of cool, but it was just really try something new. And it's a place where I could kind of just focus on, just painting and drawing rather than dealing with like a day job, right? Yeah, day jobs suck. love <laughs> it. But teach is on, right? If you like your day job, like it. But if not, good for you, man. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I just moved here and just want to see, see new things, right? To mm-hmm. try new, and then cool, man. started figuring out new things, different things to paint on, different things to paint with. Um, whatever, man. Just now the kind of focus on art, which is nice.
0: Dude, that's really awesome. So right now in Melilla, you're you're painting, you're going out, you're meeting a lot of people, you're getting into the galleries and stuff. So getting into the art scene there is—is is it easier than Japan or more difficult than Japan?
1: Um, I haven't done it in Japan. Like the only ones I know were like at those Gamoso shows and like Pink Cow, but like those yeah, aren't are the gallery easy. galleries, right? But from what my girlfriend's been telling me, like her mom's a painter. She's like a really good oil painter. Mm-hmm. Um, but like most of the galleries there, you gotta pay a lot of money to even show your shit, right?
0: Oh, dude, yeah. Tokyo actually, New York. It seems like New York is kind of following the Tokyo vibe regarding like uh, galleries. Like pretty much what they want to do is, they, they, the gallery gets a reputation for having like good artists, mm-hmm. and so pretty much it gets to this point where like I mean, you show your work and they're like, okay, we accept you. Now you have to pay like two thousand dollars to show yeah. your work for a Beautiful. weekend.
1: And you're that's like, what?
0: Oh, dude, it's totally crazy and stuff. I found this one gallery in Emote Sando that wanted to show my work and stuff. I was just there and I was talking to like one of the staff and they're like, oh, we like your work and stuff. Let me just show the owner and stuff. And it's kind of like they got this cafe and a gallery in the back. And the guy's like, oh, I love your work and stuff. We got this opening in a couple of months. And I was like, oh, wow, that's awesome. And he's like, yeah, it's great and stuff. Here's like a form. And so I started looking over the form and shit. It was like. What was it Hiku It was like $1,500 to rent it what? out for like, like, yeah, dude. It was like right at the intersection of fucking Amote Sando, right? The big intersection with the, the, yeah. the shrine and shit. Yeah, yeah. And fucking, it was so expensive, like $1,500 for a weekend. And I saw that, I was like, I, I think you actually misprinted a couple of zeros here, <laughs> you know? But yeah, I guess New York is the same thing because I, I got in contact with the gallery and I think it was Brooklyn. Yeah. And fucking, they, they wanted like $700 for a fucking, I think it was a weekend to show your work there. And I was like, well, that's great, but I'm not even living in Brooklyn. So. Yeah, right? right. Yeah. $700? Seven, that's crazy. Dude, I can hook you so, up. Yeah. So I'm, uh, so I'm just
1: trying like new things, man. Like, I mean, I've done a couple gallery shows here, mm-hmm. which were good, good, very good experiences, good times. Uh really got me creative. Like, I found out that I worked best with the deadline. So doing my, my shows here, I was really, really putting out a lot of shit, um, but yeah, it was cool, I mean, my first show, my first big show here in Manila was, was cool, like, it was, um, I tried to hit everything, you know what I mean, so I had, like, one section, which was, like, the fine art section, so I had uh-huh. these paintings on these, like, traditional floor mats, uh-huh. three by six feet, like, they were pretty big, they, were, they came out pretty cool, and then we had these, like, lamps that I would paint on, kind of design, and then I created my own toy, which was sculpted and turned into, like, a little uh, resin statue. Which we customized, had a lot
0: of artists customize. Oh, I saw those. So Those are really cool, man. Yeah, the little bunnies. Thanks, man. Dude, you painted those bunnies at my house once, or you gave me a postcard or some shit. Was that the same yeah, one? Yeah, and I remember back in the day, like I was just drawing them. Yeah, the and room. I told you I was going to steal that, but I guess I can't steal that now,
1: huh? <laughs> yeah. No, and then that's why over here I was able to make them into toys, which is cool.
0: That's um, amazing. So
1: it was cool. It was like a very, like you know, sensory overload kind of show that I was trying to go for. I think it went well. And then, cool. yeah, man, it's just nice to be able to spread, you know, spread your wings, as they say. But it's, it's cool, man.
0: Fucking A, dude. So you're firing it up in Manila, dude. That's amazing, dude. That's really, really, really fucking cool. So... Right now and stuff, you're doing that. What about the plans for the future? Actually, wait, 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 wait. I got a really big question that I'm gonna mm-hmm. ask you and stuff. And maybe this is taboo to ask this question because you worked at both places. Now, because I, dude, I've been drinking before the interview because I mean <laughs> I'm Johnny. This is what I do, right? And so if I can, like, you worked at DC and you worked at Marvel, right? What are barely the major- worked at Marvel? Barely, barely. Well, that's more than me. More than <laughs> actually everybody I know, except for Mosh. But the thing is. What are the major differences between the two companies when you work for them? Like, I mean, is one like kind of corporate and one's like kind of like the hippie company or are they both really I, like corporate? I said, or- man,
1: I can't really speak for Marvel because I don't like everything I worked through them was be- for them was basically through Dreamwave, the studio, which got hired out by Marvel. You know okay. What, I mean? what about
0: the vibe? Was there like a vibe or something? I don't know, dude, like, Again, there's no vibe. Like the vibe was just the studio.
1: this the Dreamwave studio.
0: Hmm.
1: So I can't comment. Sorry to shoot down that question. But, uh, yeah, dude, dude I, mean, I know everybody thinks that. DC like... was cool, man, just because, like, what, they're very corporate, very business-like, but when it comes to getting paid for your work, that's what you want, right? Like, mm-hmm. So, I've worked with companies that are very unprofessional, where you haven't got, you don't get paid, or it takes forever, if even, you know, I'm still owed a lot of money by a lot of different studios. Yeah. But DC, man, like, they pay you right away, they give you,
0: like, a Christmas card every year, they send you shit. Hey, man, DC's awesome. DC's awesome, dude. Fucking, who doesn't love Batman? If somebody doesn't like Batman, they're not a friend of mine. <laughs> or the Joker. Fucking, I love the Joker, dude. Killing Actually, joke, best comic ever.
1: Yeah, it's true. It's funny, because, like, growing up, I've been a Marvel guy 100%, especially mm-hmm. reading. for reading comic. I'd never read DC. But lately, I've been reading a lot of DC. Like, the new 52 books are fucking amazing, man. So
0: 52 is good? I haven't read any of those. They're really good? Yeah, dude. I'm really, like... The- Batman is awesome.
1: Batman's awesome. Oh, dude, Batman's
0: fucking dope, dude. Fucking the asylum, the the industry, or the comics are fucking great. Then again, dude, I've been reading Walking Dead for fucking ages, man. I've
1: I've never read that
0: yet.
1: I haven't read that yet. But I'm reading, like this is the one that's tripping me out now, man. The one I'm really digging these days is the New 52's Aquaman.
0: Aquaman. What the fuck? Dude, that was like one of my questions that I didn't ask you. I'm looking at my paper. I was like, what is the bitch person to draw? Is it Aquaman or SpongeBob? <laughs> nah, man. Aquaman's. After reading this, Aquaman's dope, man. Aquaman's Don't dope. With that guy. Okay, I'm not fucking with Aquaman. But what, <laughs> what does Aquaman do? Like, I mean, basically, he's like, he's like, he's like, somebody's eating sushi. I'm going to Japan. He goes to Japan. He fights like like uh, Premise that, or Abe that, or some that, shit. That, or... That, it's
1: not written that way anymore, man. It's cool. Check out DC like New Fifty Two
0: Aquaman. New Fifty Two Aquaman. Good art. Yeah, great okay. art. Great artwork. Good story. It's good, man. He's badass. It's good. Oh, dude, recently, actually, I mean, what about, do you still read, like, Marvel at all? Because, I mean, I've been reading, like, Uh, a lot of Captain America from, like, the 90s.
1: Nah, I haven't been reading Marvel, like, at all, man. Like, I've been reading a lot of, like, I've just been, like, downloading a lot of comics, so I've been reading those. Um, Shit, man, I've been reading a lot of Alan Moore stuff. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is still fucking amazing, one of the best books ever. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've been reading that, again, reading the DC stuff. Top 10.
0: Okay, yeah, give me a top 10. No, no, that's the book. It's called Top Ten. Oh <laughs> fuck, dude! <laughs> okay, out, okay, man. check it top out. 10 it's like, is awesome. What it's is like, your Top Ten of the Top Ten? It's like a superhero, The Wire. Oh shit! Yeah, it's dude, dope. that is I'm a like, bold statement, dude. The Wire was a fucking amazing TV show. And,
1: I mean, that's that's like it's like a, it's like the, the setup. It's like it's a city where everyone's a superhero. Everyone's got powers and shit,
0: right? Mm-hmm.
1: Like everybody. Like, even, like, Pizza men are, like, super fast kind of thing. Everybody has power. They're like a superhero.
0: Ah. So, it's, like, they're cops. It's, the, it's, the, it's a cop book. Nice. What's the name of it again? Top 10. Top 10. All right, I'm yeah. fucking exactly. going to buy that. Wait, when you dude, say dude. download, are you buying these? Like, because, I mean, I buy all mine on my iPhone from, like, like the DC app and the Marvel app and Dark Horse and shit.
1: I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> 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 coughing, coughing, coughing. Know. Okay, top 10 is awesome. I'm going from friend. Man. Of course, of course, of course, of course. This not <laughs> go there. It's not I go there. Okay, so, all right, top 10 is awesome.
1: Uh, top 10, like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, fucking amazing. Uh, yeah, I've been reading, like, not the main, main, like, the, the super big books, but, like, just other stuff that I kind of missed out back in the day, so mm-hmm. it's really good. Man. The Authority, very good book. Um, a lot, dude. Lots. But
0: like, Vagabond,
1: awesome. number one comic, Vagabond.
0: Wait, wait! Did you say Vagabond?
1: Vagabond.
0: Vagabond. vagabond. <laughs> dude, uh, you got to be drinking too, man. <laughs> the really is, with the vibe and Skype and shit, dude. I think I think we're a little bit off, but yeah. <laughs> but awesome, dude. So vagabond is awesome. So, yeah, you know, yeah. what about in the future? What do you want to do in the future? What are some big projects of what you want to do?
1: Uh, well, like, fuck, I don't know. Right now, I'm creating a book with a bunch of friends here in the Philippines. We're trying to create a somewhat superhero
0: story for the Philippines. That Uh, is a fucking best answer. Okay, continue, please.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, it's cool because, like, uh, everything I told you before about working in comics, worked on this, worked on that, blah, blah, blah. Cool. But, like, this one we're creating. Like, we're making the story. We're making the characters. We're making everything. It's very personal. It's, like, so far, man, this is the best of all my comic work. Like, technically, it looks the best of everything I've done and then... Effort-wise, it's the one I'm putting the most... Because it's mine. It's my baby, right?
0: hmm And you're making but, the... This is your company, too, right? Are you going to sell this? Are you going to, like, shop this around to, like, other companies to sell it? Yeah, or are you guys going to do everything yeah,
1: online? We're still figuring that out. Like, we're still figuring out the, the publishing situation. So, that's business side we got to deal with still. Well,
0: fuck that shit. That shit comes later anyway and stuff. The most important yeah, part is, like, the, the diamond, right? Exactly. I
1: mean,
0: it's, it's going good, man. Like, we had a...
1: We released a 10-page preview issue in a comic convention here... Awesome! Sold out in a couple
0: hours, man. People dug it. Fuck, dude, that's amazing, dude! It sold out in a couple hours. Yeah. Jesus, dude, that shit doesn't even happen here. All right, plug that shit now before we forget.
1: It's called Pinoy Rangers. Spell that. N O Y Pinoy Pinoy Rangers. Check it out on Facebook, man. Pinoy Rangers comics.
0: Okay, so if they Google it, what did they Google? Pinoy Rangers comics. P I N O Y Rangers comics. Fucking a, dude! That's gonna be the first thing I Google as soon as we stop this. Yeah, dude,
1: check it out, man. Um, it's cool because like um the team I'm working with is really really talented. Like, uh, they're the co-writer, the the co-plotter, and the writer. His name is Brandon. He's a filmmaker, independent filmmaker. He made this really cool zombie movie that was released here last year. Awesome. Um, he's a big comic guy as well, so he's doing the, the script right now. And then as far as the art team, we have this great like street art collective called Angerilia. They're awesome, man. Just, just just, awesome. I'll send you these links later so you can put up everything you need to see.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Cool, man. Can you tell us a little bit about the story? Like, I mean, is it like a drama? Is it like kind of like an adventure? Is it... Oh. Uh, uh,
1: it's an adventure. Let's put it that way. It's definitely an adventure.
0: Okay, it's, can you tell uh, us anything about it? Like, is it like kind of like turtles? They find some toxic shit. They get all fucked uh, up. Uh, they turn uh, into ninjas. It's, uh, it's
1: basically, the Philippines... It's set in the Philippines. Um, and then... A big tragedy has happened a year later the the country's gone to shit even more so than it is. And then you're just sick of it, man. It's up to this one guy who puts his team together of extraordinary people and tries to write everything right all you know, make everything better. Okay, that's awesome. Are that's they... a simple way to put it, but it's way more there's like there's a lot. Like we're trying to be as true to everything as we can that makes up this country, right? So each character comes from a different region which says a huge, I mean, like, we're made of 7,000 islands, which is, like, uh, it's, it's it's almost silly to call it, you know, to put it all under one flag, because, like, a guy from this island and the guy in the island next door is a completely different culture, different wow. language, different everything, right? So, we're dealing with that, like, kind of social, not social, but cultural differences, and then definitely social differences we're doing within, like, poverty and rich, da-da-da, all that stuff, and then, There's a lot of historical stuff we're throwing in, a lot of mythological stuff we're throwing in, a lot of social commentary, but the best part's all wrapped up in this, like, you know, action book. Like, it's just all fun. These guys go bang, 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 pow. Like, it's fun, man. It's fun. Check out the designs, you'll see what we're talking about.
0: Dude, that sounds awesome. What about weapons? Are they using guns, machine guns, and bombs, or (laughs) missiles? They're heroes,
1: dude. They don't kill, man. They're heroes.
0: Ah, uh, they so, don't kill like so. They get like 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 nunchucks and swords and sais and like like yeah. kind of like yeah, just stuff like that. Even
1: where we get a bit more creative. Like I mean, each character is very fleshed out, very specific. So you, if you you guys go check out the the artwork, Pinoy Rangers comics on Facebook. Um, you'll see. We, I put up a lot of the designs for some of the characters, and you'll see them there, man.
0: Dude, that is fucking awesome. Cool, man. Well, is there anything else you want to plug? Yeah, dude. Uh, if anyone's listening, we do. Like, <laughs> if anybody's listening. <laughs> Did you know how many listeners we have? <laughs> um, Two. We do, one's we, my mom, the other one's my dad. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, dude. I mean, it,
1: that's the comic stuff. But then as far as the painting stuff, too, like with Takako, my like you know my, my girlfriend and painting partner, we do live shows of anywhere. You check out our work. Uh, check out my website, sigmentore.com.
0: Spell it. And you got to spell it, dude.
1: S i g m u n d t o r r e dot com. Cool. Um, just check out samples of our work, and if you want any custom, like we we like to do custom works, right? So if someone wants a mural, we basically ask the client for what color do you want. They they choose the colors, and then but it's up to us to do our thing. Oh, that's cool. You, you know what I mean, so like if anyone wants anything customized, custom like commission paintings, murals, fuck anything you want painted on, we'll do it. Just choose your colors, and then we're good to go. Um other than that, man, look us up. We're looking for more live painting. So if anyone listening from in the Philippines and outside wanna see a cool couple doing some cool painting, hopefully, give us a shout, man. And we'd love to come and drink at your establishment and join your party and bring some to it.
0: Awesome, dude. Awesome. And everybody that's listening, I highly recommend for you to Google this guy, dude. Fucking, his art has been fucking, like, on my top ten list for fucking years now. And fucking, if you do, like, book him and stuff, he's a fucking great guy to drink with. Trust me. <laughs> <Like> you're definitely <laughs> in the top ten there, dude. <laughs> so, and you uh, as well,
1: Johnny. Okay, it was good to see you, like, earlier this year, man.
0: Oh, dude, yeah, fucking hey, dude. I wish I could hang out with you a little bit more and stuff. when you came out.
1: And we went out. We went out to buy a drink out in the supermarket. and come back. Johnny's gone.
0: Oh shit, yeah, fucking dude. I had to catch last train. I had a lot of shit going on at that party and stuff.
1: Okay, but still, good to see you, man. Okay. Dude, it's
0: always good to see you.
1: <laughs> I told you because like it's it's hot out here, right? So most of my t-shirts are from Japan, um, which are a bit thicker and heavier because you know it's a bit colder there. Mm-hmm. Except for the ones that I'm kinda rocking in ro- almost daily rotation. The f- nice thin black ones. I have two got faded and two Johnny piece Johnny shirts, man.
0: Dude, that's so- because like all the got faded like shirts and all the shirts that I- I've had made and stuff are made in fucking India, dude. Where it never fucking snows, <laughs> dude. We got little Indian kids that make all our clothes and shit. Folks, that's you what- heard it here, but fucking it's cheaper. We're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but fucking it's cheaper. Dude, India is like way cheaper to get your T-shirts printed and stuff. Like I know, like a lot of comedians, like the Joe Rogan guys and stuff, they have yeah. all their show, all their shirts printed in uh, Thailand, and they got yeah. the like sponsorship and stuff like in Thailand or whatever, right? And fucking, I'm like, listen to that, I'm like, God, dude, they got their shirts printed in Thailand, dude. India is way cheaper. Maybe I should call like Joe Rogan, and be like, Joe, print your <laughs> shirts in fucking India, dude. Seriously, I hear Bangladesh is the new place, too. Fucking, I got friends saying, like, oh, you're getting your shirts printed in fucking India. Fuck, that shit, dude. Bangladesh is the new India. <laughs> I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. They're like, I yeah, really- dude, it's way cheaper. Bangladesh, dude. <laughs> but yeah, dude,
1: uh, moral of the story is, dude, just more, more than like you catch me rocking a Godfitted T-shirt, man, featuring your
0: artwork out here. Dude, thank you, man. <laughs> and me and Shane totally appreciate that. That's fucking awesome, man. Thank you so much, dude. And thank uh, you dude, so much, Han I-
1: I- as a thank you, too, for you guys, I'm, I've am i been talking to Shank about this. Like, I, I'm still, dude, I'm still doing some, a piece for you guys, man. You can put it up on the show or something like that. But I have a piece oh, on the way. Oh,
0: shit, dude. Dude, anytime you do a piece, dude, it's definitely, of course, it's going to go on the website and Facebook and shit like that. But fucking, we're trying to, like, make, like, t-shirt designs and stickers and stuff. we got, like, a whole, like, group of things that we want to do and stuff for the future. Yeah, like, I mean, we're even going to go to, like, maybe, like, like well, we've done, like, Cozy's. We kind of got those out, kind of. Well, kind of, they didn't actually fly. But but we're, like, thinking of this whole, like, kind of, like, like merchandise thing and stuff. So, dude, if you want to fucking rock it and shit, dude, you're more than welcome.
1: I'm, I'm just waiting for the the idea to fully formalize. But, like, it's there, man. It's in the works. So, it's, it's taking a bit longer than it should have, but it's still coming, man.
0: Well, fucking hey, dude. Well, we're fucking waiting. And anytime you do it, it's fucking going to rock, dude. So, thank you, sir. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, dude. Thank you so much for fucking like, taking the time. I know you're really busy and stuff, but um, thank you. Ah man,
1: today's all right. Words are finished. It's Friday. All good, man. I get to speak with my friend Johnny. All hey. All right, <laughs> hey. Well, my, well, I look fucking look I wish I
0: had drinks, man. Fucking. Dude, I've already had like six beers, dude. Fucking, I'm writing I'm <laughs> on my last one, dude. I'm just like, oh, shit, dude. I got to go okay. get another sixer. Huh? Yeah, I, just
1: went straight, I got just finished straight off work, man, so, like, I didn't have any beers in the house, but, like, I'll go drink some in your honor afterwards. Holy I, shit, long remember we did, we did huh? the first show, man, we had the, cheers, the New Year's Cheers count, man. Oh, shit,
0: you mean the first show that was at my house, or the one that was at Camuso? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the one that was at my house, oh, good God, dude, see, we fucked up on that show, dude, because fucking... I was like, I was like, dude, it's our first co-host and shit. So I went out and bought a fucking bottle of, uh, what did I buy? I bought Gentleman Jack, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: destroyed that bottle,
0: man. Dude, after fucking drinking a bottle of Gentleman Jack and shit, dude, fucking like, oh, God. I woke up the next day and I was like, oh, my God. I can't believe we had to do it again
1: the next day. But, hey, just powered through it, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) totally, man. Oh, dude, I saw that fucking show, dude. I started, like, listening to or watching it because we did Uh, video at that show And fucking dude, after like, like, like 15 minutes and stuff, we started slurring our words and then like, like maybe like after like another five or six minutes after that and stuff, we stopped making sense, but we're talking to each other. It was so fucked up. I was, I was like, dude, there's no way anybody's going to appreciate this. (laughs) Like we didn't even get to the news really. huh? Well, anyway, it was fucking good fun and shit. And fucking, on that note, dude, I'm going to fucking, we got to like close this show up and stuff, but fucking, dude, thank you so much. And fucking, we look forward to seeing great work from you. Ladies and gentlemen, we will definitely go to Godfated Japan, episode 120, I believe seven after this, next week and stuff. Tune in for that show and we'll definitely have Sigmund Torre again on our show and stuff. Sigmund, thank you very much for being here.
1: Thanks, John. Yeah, man, dude, hit me on any time. I'm more than down.
0: Awesome. Check out my
1: website. You'll see my videos. You'll see my pictures. You'll see blah, 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 all the Facebook shit. And the Pinoy Rangers. Definitely check out Pinoy Rangers. If anyone wants to help us out figuring out the publishing, give us a shout.
0: Hell yeah, we will. Thank you, dude. All right, on that note, folks, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning in. It's been a Godfated Minute, episode 126. No, 126. Jesus Christ. No more beer for me. <laughs> Actually, no. I take that back. There's going to be more beer for me. But uh, this has been episode six, and we'll see you again for episode seven. Thank you very much, and peace. Later. Yo, hey, what's up, folks? There's a couple of things we love here at Godfated Japan, and, well, as you know, it's booze and news. But one thing we also love is art. We love art I got the New Japan. And in fact, you should love art too. So come on down to thespilting.com. Thespilting.com. We have all your artistic needs. We've got paintings for sale, t-shirts for sale. Hells yeah, we even have a book. Come on down and check out the book. We've got videos. If you'd like to see a couple of videos on how the art is made, check it out too. And also, thespilting.com can also be used for commission. If you have something in mind that you want to be made, come on down to thespilting.com and have it made for you. Thespilting.com making art, producing art, for all your artistic needs. Misspilting.com. Am I going to say it again? Fuck yeah, I'll say it again. Misspilting.com. I'll even spell it. T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Misspilting.com. It's a good song, isn't it? There's a new app in town titled Main Pursuit. Main Pursuit is a new app slash website that helps people have amazing adventures and vacations. So how it works is this? People who've already experienced amazing adventures and vacations have been going to Main Pursuit and uploading Photos and writing about like adventures that they've been having so that you, the public, can experience the same thing. No more going to New York and just seeing the Statue of Liberty. No, 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 no. Now you'll be able to find the best cafes, best restaurants, best spas, best nightclubs in town and you know what it's not going to be anything that's going to be in like some kind of like a little tourist brochure or tourist book or something like that no 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 this is where you get the real deal from real people so come on down to mainpursuit.com. And for a limited time, if you go to mainpursuit.com slash gotfatedjapan, you might have the chance to win a free iPad. That's right, a free iPad. So go down to mainpursuit.com slash and you can win yourself a free iPad. A- any strings attached? Not that I see. I'm like Pinocchio. I ain't got no strings. And neither does Main Pursuit. So come on down to mainpursuit.com slash and check it out, and win yourself a free iPad. Check it.